Ladies and gentlemen, today was an exciting day in the sports world. No football, no hockey. Basically nothing for me to talk about this week. Nah, I'm just kidding. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Yes, there was some football this week. If we want to count the Pro Bowl, it did happen. I guess we'll talk about it. Hockey, we got the trade deadline coming. Their All-Star game was also this weekend. Basketball, of course, is heating up. Things are going to get wild this week. So we got to talk about all of that stuff. And baseball free agency is literally just driving me insane. I want to pull my teeth out just thinking about it. But we'll get to that after the break. Stay with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome one, welcome all to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the program, welcome, welcome, welcome. Of course, we provide a quick and dirty recap of what happened last week in the sports world while giving you some insight into the upcoming week. If you like what you hear, Find us on the SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago or at Sports 3X Podcast, and you should find more of me. Now, I'm sure you're at home thinking like, Nick, what? no sports representation today? Listen, I got my Yankee hat on, okay? We're supporting Mariano Rivera and Mike Lucina today. We'll talk all about the Hall of Fame stuff. But first, a little about me. What did I do this weekend? Um, I helped a friend move, had a couple beers, you know, normal stuff. And that's pretty much it. What we can talk about is basketball. And I know you're not used to me starting the show with basketball, but honestly, with not much football stuff going on, that's where we are today. So let's start with basketball. Uh, and by the way, once Super Bowl ends, we'll be starting with basketball every week again until baseball starts. So actually, probably until the playoffs end, which is around the time that they you know what? I'm going too far. Let's let's just let's talk about it now. We're right here, Nick, right now. It's someday. I don't even know what day it is, but it's 2019. Let's roll. Yesterday, Saturday night, the Spurs beat the Pelicans 126 to 114. The Grizzlies got a win over the Pacers 106 to 103. Warriors beat the Celtics 115 to 111. Uh, the Nuggets, they got a win over the 76ers 126 to 110. Sixers had a great week the previous week, beating out Houston and San Antonio. Trailblazers, they beat the Hawks 120 to 111. There are a few games going on today. A lot of them are kind of like in halftime or they're getting close to the end. The ones that are basically right at the end, the Thunder, are just a couple points over the Bucks right now. They're probably going to end up winning that one. Uh, Raptors and Mavs, this game's in halftime, but the Raptors are, are ahead by about 12 right now. And I, I'll imagine that'll keep up. Um, the Rockets are losing to the Magic. But they just scored two points, as I said that, so they'll come back to. Uh, Jazz and the Timberwolves, that game's pretty close. Spurs and the Wizards is pretty close. The Heat and the Knicks. Now, the Knicks right now, and uh, I can say this because I'm an avid Knicks fan myself, they are tanking this team so they can get a shot at Zion Williamson. Problem is, they have one more win than the Cavaliers. But guess what? The Cavaliers won today. They beat the Bulls, who are also 
in the mix for Zion. They beat the Bulls, so they now have the same amount of wins, but the Bulls have played a few more games, and thus they have a couple more losses. But the Knicks are ahead by five right now over the Heat. Fingers crossed that doesn't last because I want some better players on this team. I digress. Very sorry. Let's keep going. Clippers beat the Kings. That game was for real. 122 to 108. And then later on tonight is the Lakers and the Suns. I'll imagine the Lakers will walk away with a victory on that game. Let's look at the standings. Milwaukee, uh, we'll start with these. Milwaukee right now, they're on top 35, uh, 35 and 12. Toronto's one game behind them. They play each other this week too. So that's going to be a game you want to see. Indianapolis, they have a, a <clears throat> they're just they're a couple games behind, three and a half games behind. Then you have Philly with 32 wins. Boston has 30 wins. Brooklyn, they this team keeps playing really well. Brooklyn, so they uh, they're 120, they're 127, 27 and 23 right now. Six in the standings. Right behind them is Miami and Charlotte, both of whom have losing records. And Washington and Detroit are maybe two games out of that playoff hunt. They're in. They're in. Ninth and tenth place, and then under that you have your Orlando's, Atlanta, Chicago, New York, and then Cleveland. Like I said, Bulls, Knicks, and Cavs, along with the Suns, they're all duking it out right now. Who gets the dude from Duke? Cool. All right, let's go to the West. The Warriors—they're on top, thirty-five and fourteen. They've won their last ten games, and you can thank Demarcus Cousin coming back for that. This team's coming together, and it's the perfect time because. People were a little afraid that this wasn't going to be another Warriors dominant year. Yeah, I think they're going to win it all this year once again. Denver, they're a game and a half behind them. Oklahoma City right under them at third. Then you have Portland. You have Houston. Houston's been on a tear the last few weeks, specifically James Harden. That dude is hes playing out of his mind right now. You got Utah, you got San Antonio, and then you got the Clippers. Under them is the Lakers, LeBron James, hopefully coming back from injury soon. Uh, that'll help boost them. I think they're 5-10 and ten since he went down on Christmas. So uh, they're going to want his help if they want to keep playing well, get in the playoffs. They, they probably will. Uh, then you got the Kings, Minnesota. You got Dallas. They're all kind of within a couple points. New Orleans is up there. Memphis is sort of towards the bottom. But, you know, a couple quick wins would probably put them in there. And then you have lowly Phoenix who just has no shot at all. So... That is it for the standings. Let's talk a little news. Thon Maker uh, from the Bucks. He said this week wants to be traded. Get me out of Milwaukee. And honestly, I don't blame the guy. You know, they, he was supposed to be a big, a big piece of this team, and they really don't utilize him all that much. Um, the coach Rick, uh, Mike uh, Budenholzer. Um, <clears throat> really hasn't been favoring Maker all that much. So he's uh, looking to get traded. We'll see where he ends up. Like I said, LeBron James, he's back to full contact drills in practice, which means he's coming close to returning to the paint. Hopefully the Lakers improve because they shouldn't be this bad right now, but they are. Chris Paul, he's coming back today. He's back in the game, back and playing after his hamstring injury. He's been out for the last five games and during that span – like I said, James Harden has been uh, playing like crazy. And then Kevin Durant, big news with him, he is returning to Oklahoma City as a friend uh, to be there for Nick Collison's jersey retirement. Now, Collison and Durant played together for a long time. Collison was with the, uh, well, first they were the Sonics, right, and then the, the Thunder, but he was with the team 
from 2003 until just last year when he retired. They're going to retire his number four, hang it over the rafters. And, of course, Durant being the good guy that he is, he will be there for his friend. All right, big games coming up this week. First off, on the 28th, I believe that's Tuesday, you got Golden State and you got the Pacers. These are two, obviously, Golden State's number one, Pacers number three in the East. So you got two top-ranked top teams who are going to be going at it. Then you got Toronto and Milwaukee, and I know that's the game you're going to want to watch. That is on the 31st. That's Thursday. You're going to see that one. You also have on Thursday 76ers and Warriors. Anytime the Warriors march out there, it's going to be a big game. But when they play a team like Sixers, the Pacers, they're making their way through the East right now. We'll see how it goes. And then you got the Rockets and the Nuggets, uh, two top teams in the West, going at it February 1st. So all things you're going to want to watch. All right. I say we take a quick commercial break. I know. I know. It's so soon. I'm not used to not having this much to talk about, but it's going to happen, folks. It's going to happen. When we return, we're going to talk about the AFC versus the NFC and how one of those two conferences got trampled. Who's on the trade block in the NHL? And do we know anything else about Machado and Harper? I don't know. But we'll get all into that stuff after this commercial break. Sports, sports, sports. We will be right back. Playing to the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. Fall is officially upon us, friends. I hope you have your North Faces and your PSLs ready because you're going to need them. I have to say, both of those companies have really good branding. I mean, who, who doesn't want that for their own company? We here at Sports 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 are looking for the same like-minded companies who want to grow their brands by advertising through us. Want to be involved? It's easy. Just email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Right now we're offering free advertising on our show, so please shoot us a message and take advantage of this offer. Okay, that's all I have to say. Let's get back to the show. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, field and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 30. No And welcome back. I hope you'd enjoyed that short break. I know I certainly, certainly did. So, let's talk about all-star games here. Because we're going to talk about two of them in a moment. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Honestly, for baseball, I'm more in it for the home run derby than the actual all-star game. I'm glad it, it means something, but who cares? The, the pro ball for football is just as boring. Um, and what's even worse is when your favorite players get injured. Juju Smith-Schuster saw him limp into the bus today. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. If you're a fan of, of these Pro Bowls or if you're against the Pro Bowls, shoot us an email. Let us know your opinion. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. We'll talk about it on the next show. All right. AFC versus NFC. Like I said, one of those conferences is not like the other. The AFC crushed the NFC today. And as a fan of the Jets, sure, I'm proud. We had a representative there. All right. And he tackled the Patriots mascot last week. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, scoring play. Well, the final score is 26-7. But some scoring plays. Eric Ebron had a touchdown. Uh, Anthony Sherman had a touchdown. Uh, Jason Myers, he had a field, two field goals. Two pretty big field goals. One was 47 yards. That's not bad. And then uh, Jalen Ramsey, six-yard touchdown from Deshaun Watson. So 26 there for the NFC. The lowly score was an Austin Harper touchdown. It was 20. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper, 20-yard touchdown. from uh, Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. Um, like I said, not not really much there. Juju was hurt. You know, somebody got tackled. AKA the Patriots mascot got tackled. I'm telling you, anything some anytime something bad happens to the Patriots, I'm a happy boy. Speaking of the Patriots and Tom Brady, when asked this week if there was any chance that this would be his last game ever next week at the Super Bowl, Tom crushed everyone in America's hearts when he said zero. This man is not going to retire anytime soon. And honestly, Patriots don't have a backup for him. Yeah, was he 42, 43? He wants to keep going. He's going to play a couple more years. You heard him say it. He also did a mic drop while he was at the Patriots Fan Fest this weekend. So if you want to see Tom Brady do a mic drop, it happened. Also, Daniel Radcliffe apparently called him out for being a Trump supporter. I don't know why Daniel Radcliffe is suddenly attacking sports legends in America. He's not even American. Why does it matter who he supports? Whatever. We're not getting into politics here. Uh, let's talk. We're going to talk about the politics of football. Obviously, we're all aware of what happened last week with the Rams and the Saints. Sean Payton literally texting every single person who will listen in his phone until he gets something from the NFL. They did say they're going to uh, they're going to uh, fine. Um, Nickel Robbie Coleman, that is actually his name, the, the player who should have had the uh, who should have had the penalty um, during that game. But whoop de doo Basil. Uh, had the Saints so do we know the scene? Do I have to set up the scene for you? Okay, this guy, uh, this guy Robbie Coleman, um, should have been called on a uh, on a pass interference. It was not and so the Saints could have, had, had had he not made this hit, Saints would have had a first down. They would have just run out of the clock and won the game. Instead, the Rams are able to, to get the ball back, tie this baby up, and then won in overtime and thus made their way to the Super Bowl. Sean Payton is stunned. All of America is stunned. The Saints are stunned. The Rams, they have a weird advantage, though, going into the Super Bowl. All four officials that were not only at the uh, an NFC championship game. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. All four officials at the NFC championship game. All residents of the city of Los Angeles. Isn't that interesting? I'm sorry, not Los Angeles. They all live in Southern California. 
what am I saying? It, it means nothing. I don't think they all colluded against, you know, against the uh, the Saints in any way, shape, or form. I think it's really hard for them to do something like that. Football is not fixed, folks. Although, I've met a lot of people over the years who clearly think it is. It's not. I'm not on the inside, but come on. All right. Should we talk hockey? Like I said, nothing really exciting happened this week except for the All-Star Game Skills Competition. My boy, my guy Sidney Crosby, he um, he was the MVP of the All-Star Game as the Metropolitan Division ended up winning. So it, what I do find interesting with the NHL All-Star Game is they really change up the format. It's not one game with, you know, two teams of loaded rosters. It's actually three games. So they take each each conference each division right they build a team from just that division the two in the east play the two in the west play and then the winner of those two plays in a final so metropolitan one congratulations i think you win a million dollars that you have to split with your teammates so maybe they all get like ninety thousand. which to some of the stars that's really not that much but anywho let's talk standings in the east the metropolitan a lot more exciting than we thought it was going to be. Nobody expected the Islanders to be on top of the All-Star break, and yet the Islanders are on top at the All-Star break. 63 points. Capitals right behind them at 60. You got the Blue Jackets at 59. And then you got the Pittsburgh Penguins there at 58. Carolina, the Hurricanes are a couple. They're, they're about four points behind Pittsburgh. So there's a chance that the Hurricanes could make their way up there. But for the most part, I would expect the four teams you just heard to be in the playoffs. Hopefully the Islanders don't have a mega collapse like they do nearly every year. But we'll see what happens. Uh, the Penguins, by the way, would be one of those wild card teams. If I didn't mention that already, I can't remember. All right, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Cl uh, Cleveland. There's no hockey in Cleveland. Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Montreal. Those are your teams from the from the Atlantic. Now, Tampa Bay leaps and bounds ahead of the competition. 76 points. Toronto's under them at 62. Montreal at 61. And then Boston, they're playing well at 59. Buffalo is up there for a little bit, but they're really dropping right now. They're 54 points. And the next closest team would be, like, Florida the Rangers for a wild card slot. Rangers are in the Metro, but either way, they're close to a wild card slot. So that's for the East. Going on to the West now. In the Central, you got Winnipeg on top at 64. They're tied with Nashville, though. Nashville's at 64 as well. Um, although Nashville has played three more games than Winnipeg. So Minnesota, they've won 55, they have 55 points. Um, yeah, and then in Pacific, it's Calgary Sharks. And the Golden Knights at 71, 65, and 62, respectively. Wild card teams. You got Dallas at 52, Colorado at 52, Vancouver at 52, Anaheim at 52, Arizona at 50. So you have, and realistically, you have Seattle's at 49 and Edmonton's at 49. So realistically, you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah. You have seven teams right now vying for two wild card slots. If that's not excitement, I don't know what is. NHL West, keep your eyes on it because it's going to get a little nutty as the year comes to an end. All right, let's talk about stats. Nikita Kucherov, this dude has 78 points right now. 
Guess how many more that is than everybody else? Four. He has four points more than Miko uh, Rantan from the uh, from the Avalanche, and then you got Johnny Gaudreau from the Flames, Connor McDavid. By the way, Connor McDavid has won the scoring title last two years. Could this be number three? I don't know. We'll find out. But definitely high scoring for this point in the season. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with the goalie pads, the big changes there made in the offseason. So the big thing to see here, though, Nikita Kucherov at 78 points. He's played 48 games this year, averaging 1.5 points per game. If he continues that, he will end up with a hundred, over 120 points by the end of the year. The last player to do that, Sidney Crosby, 2007. So it's been quite some time since we have a player with this many points. And then before that, I think Joe Thornton the year before was at 126. This was a time where a lot of players were hitting the numbers. All right. Uh, goals, Alex Ovechkin, of course, at 37. The next closest player is at 30. That's Braden Point. He plays for the Lightning. And then assists-wise, it's Nikita Kucherov again. He's got 56. Right behind him is Blake Wheeler at 52 for the Jets. And then Miko for the uh, Avalanche. Plus minus, is that a real stat? Should we count it? All right, Mark Giordano, plus minus. The thing changes every few days. So, uh, Goaltenders right now, Robin Lehner from the Islanders. He's on top, 2.2 goals against. Uh, save percentage also, Robin Lehner, 0.931. Marc-Andre Fleury's leading the lead in wins at 27. A couple more than Martin Jones for the Sharks. And then shutouts again, Marc-Andre Fleury with six. Could he win the Vezina? I don't like that. I don't want him to win that award for another team. It should only be for the Penguins. All right, I'm, I'm getting too crazy here. So listen, it's the all-star game, right? That basically means we're halfway through the season. What's the next exciting thing in the NHL? Well, it's February. And do you know what February brings for the hockey? It brings the trade deadline. And this is a big deal because in hockey, one player makes a big difference i got to readjust myself. I'm so excited about this. Uh, a lot of teams out there are going to be buying. A lot of teams could be selling. Oilers, <laughs> we have no idea what they're going to do. But here are some of the big names who are running out on their contracts and are probably going to be traded in the next few weeks. Wayne Simmons, the Flyers. Flyers are dead last. They're going to be looking to get some draft picks. Jason Spezza from the Stars. I'd imagine they're going to try. They might keep him around. Um, or trade him. I mean, he's kind of he, he's he's up there in age. You know, um, they might trade him for a younger piece, something something to, to bolster their uh, defense, or really their offense hasn't been that great right now either. But either way, uh, Jay Baumeister from the Blues, Derek Broussard from the Penguins, Carl Hagelin from the Kings, Eric Stahl from the Wild, uh, Andre Burakovsky from the Capitals. Uh, Michael Furland from the Hurricanes, and then from the Devils, you have Marcus Johansson and Brian Boyle. Keep an eye on those names, because they might end up elsewhere, but uh, we'll see. Beyond that, that's all I got for hockey. You got anything else for me? No? Great. Let's take a commercial break. Sports, sports, sports. I got the hiccups now. I'm going to get some popcorn. We'll be right back. I need a snack. Are your briefs too stretchy? 
Well, now they don't have to be with stiff pants. Now with only 45% chance of impotence. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. Best part is it can be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs win the World Series. Bryant makes the play. It's over. And the Cubs have finally won it all. And welcome back to the show. I think it's time we talk a little baseball. Now look, there are four big names still left out there on the market, and we have no idea where they're going to go. Should we run through it? Okay, let's run through it. Manny Machado. We know he was offered a contract by the White Sox. The Yankees and Phillies want him, but not for the price he's asking for. Um, and as of this week, the Padres are in on the hunt too. Quite possibly the Braves as well. That's all we know. Um, the White Sox also uh, brought in some of his best uh, best buddies to play for them, too, maybe as a ploy to try and convince them to go there. I don't know. All right, moving on. That's it. Bryce Harper, we got nothing. We really thought Dodgers earlier in the year, and then the Dodgers just this week went out and got A.J. Pollock. So they're probably not signing Harper now. He did have a deal on the table with the Nationals. Maybe they want him back. Maybe he'll just end up playing there. The Phillies also talking about bringing him in. Maybe the White Sox, the Padres, they have some money. And they have nothing to lose. Regardless, beyond the Yankees and Braves, none of the teams I've mentioned are real contenders yet. Uh, listen, Philly, I'm sorry. You guys are really close. If you get one of those two, then we can talk. But you're not a real contender yet. You can't keep up with the Braves. The Mets got better. And um, the other team in that division. Not the Marlins, the other team in that division. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You probably are all at home screaming it right now. Wait, Braves, Phillies, Marlins, and the, Nas the Nationals got a lot better too. And that's without Harper. If they bring him back, then what's Philly going to do? I don't know. And at least it's crazy right now. Um, Dallas, Dallas Kutchel, again, Phillies are linked to him. White Sox linked to him. That's about it. And then Craig Kimbrell. Uh, maybe the Braves. Boston doesn't want to pay the ridiculous sum of money he's asking for. So either way, these four guys still sitting on the market. Pitchers and catchers are reporting very shortly to camp. Like, let's let's get these guys signed. Please. Please. The other big name, JT Realmuto for the Marlins. Now, you know, every few years the Marlins develop some fantastic young player that they just can't hold on to. So... Talking about trading GT, JT Real Mudo, instead of paying the man ridiculous sums. A couple teams in on the mix Padres, Dodgers, the Braves, the Astros, the Reds, and the Rays. All looking to get my, uh, Miami's all star catcher. We'll see what happens. Um, that's about it for that. 
this week, as I mentioned, Hall of Fame voting is in, and I was wrong. All right? I, I'll admit it, I was wrong. Mariano Rivera, congratulations, 100%. I think I said uh, last week that there'd be like one or two guys, you know, writers that would not vote for him because he's a closer. It's first year on the ballot. Or I ate a sandwich once in 1996 while I looked at a picture of Mariano Rivera and now I hate him forever. I don't know. These people come up with ridiculous reasons not to vote for players. We're talking about the same group of writers. Yeah, it's not the same people, but this same organization of writers didn't vote guys like like Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb or Ted Williams or Mickey Mantle at 100%. Even Ken Griffey Jr. didn't get 100%. But Mariano did. So congratulations, Mo. I think we're going to get a lot more 100%ers in the future now that we know it can actually happen, but we'll get to that. Um, the other the other guys who, who are going in the Hall of Fame, Roy Halladay, the late great pitcher for Toronto and later in his career, the Phillies. He loved both cities so much, his wife said that they would not have any insignia on his cap um, when his plaque is made at the Hall of Fame. And usually that's a pretty big deal is, you know, what team does the player go in as? What logo will be on their hat on the plaque? Um, Edgar Martinez is obviously going to go in for Seattle. He spent basically his whole career there. And then, yeah, last but definitely not least, Mike Messina. He's been, he has been for years on the ballot. He started at 20% in his first year, slowly made his way up more and more until this year's. This, this year, he's finally going to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, so for him, he played 10 years for the Orioles and 8 years for the Yankees. Most of his All-Stars were in Baltimore. All of his playoff victories were in New York. Where do you put the guy? He is going in also with a blank hat once again because he didn't want to tick off anybody from either city. It's a good guy. He's in the Hall of Fame. All right, where does that leave us for next year now? Normally, if a player gets breaks 70%, it's almost a given that they're going to make the Hall of Fame the next season. No other player broke 70%. The next highest on the list was Kurt Schilling. He had 60. Roger Clemens at 59. Barry Bonds at 59. I think if Kurt Schilling deletes his Twitter account, he'll probably get a lot more votes. He is, uh, he's got a lot to say, and it's uh, not agreeable with most other decent human beings, I think. Um, he can be kind of a jerk on social media, but that's, he, has, he has his own freedom of speech. He can say whatever he wants, right? Anyway, baseball writers take offense, so his numbers are down. Um, first year guys next year, Derek Jeter, Bobby Abreu, uh, Jason Giambi, Cliff Lee, Josh Beckett, Alfonso Soriano, Carlos Pena, Paul Canerco, and a bunch of other names that really never, ever made some noise. Of that group, and Derek Jeter seems to be the only one who is an absolute lock next year. And usually there's two or three guys that's like, yeah, they're getting it. You got Derek Jeter and, and then the rest of the field. Like I said, Kurt Schilling, it's it's he he has a very good chance just because the field is so wide open right now. But I, I am not 100% sure about him. Clemens and Bonds, obviously, with the PED cloud hanging over their head. And, and the same can be said, really, for Jason Giambi. Um, for Manny Ramirez, for Andy Pettit, Sammy Sosa, none of those guys have gotten in yet. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see there. Uh, Bobby Abreu, Cliff Lee, Paul Canerco, all really talented players. 
but are they good enough for the Hall of Fame? Those are going to be the debates next year. Who actually has the stats? Like I said, the last few years, it's been obvious who's getting in. Next year is going to be a toss-up. So, you know, some exciting baseball discussion, chattiness to talk about for next season. But, Mariano, congratulations, my friend. All right, enough about baseball. Let's go to our Athlete of the Week. You ever hear of Ace Davis? If you had, I'd be impressed. He's a 10-year-old kid from Lexington, Kentucky. What happens down in Lexington? Well, at the local science fair, Ace Davis created quite a fine project himself. He wanted to find out through science if Tom Brady is a cheater. Essentially, he used I, I didn't read I didn't actually get to see the science project. I'm sorry, I wasn't at the science fair. I had things to do. Okay? Alright? But he won the science fair on a project to determine if deflated footballs really flew better than regular footballs. And they do. Tom Brady, proven by science, you cheated. So this little boy won first place, and it was well deserved. When asked uh, where he came up with the idea for the Science Fair Project, he said, I hate Tom Brady, he's been accused of cheating before, and I want him to be caught. And then when asked, if you could share a message with Tom Brady, what would you say to him? And Ace Davis's response was, give me some of your money. You don't deserve it. <laughs> I love this kid, honestly. I don't know what Tom Brady did to really tick him off like that. Well, I mean, I know a lot of stuff Tom Brady has done to tick all of America off. But, man, this kid's on his bad side. He's rooting for the Rams, and he thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl 30-14. to 14. Now, that is a heartwarming story. Ace Davis, you're our Athlete of the Week. And remember, athletes come in all shapes, sizes, and third thing. All right. If you like talking to me or you want to share a comment, question, concern, whatever it is with the show, email us. Sports3xpodcast.com at gmail.com. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She is the content editor, logo designer, and set designer for our podcast. She's even looking for new pieces for the set as we speak. Maybe not right at this moment. She's watching NCIS in the other room, but that's okay. Also, special thanks to Josh Woodward. He is the, uh, the person who created our theme song. It's called Golden Sunrise. And uh, you can find it on his website. That'll be found in our show. No, and special thanks, of course, to our weekend warriors, our social media masters, Mary Kay Albert, Lois Butler, Joe Calabro, Jorge Bajares, Jamie Grum. We get a lot of them. So really, thank you to everybody who uh, has found us on Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Facebook. Like I said earlier, go to that sports bar, type in Sports Sports Work with Nick Drago, or at sports 3 X Podcast. You'll find us, trust me. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Don't forget to like, comment, share, email, Twitter at us. Uh, uh, I don't know, take a brick with a message and throw it at us. Don't hit us, but maybe make it land softly right next to me. Or to a friend telling them to listen to the Sports 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 Podcast with Nick Drago. Okay. I've had enough for today. I, I need to recover because next week is the Super Bowl. Do, do I have to say the second thing? Super Bowl. And to be honest with you, my podcast is probably going to be before.
before the game next week instead of after the game. That way, A, you can get to hear my insight on the Rams and the Patriots, and B, I can enjoy the game without having to worry about entertaining all of America. Not that I don't love entertaining all of America. I love you. I love you, America. Thank you for listening to me. Oh, another sad day. Another sad podcast. Was this a sad episode? No, it wasn't. Stop talking, Nick. All right, fans. Thank you once again for joining us. Love hearing from you. Remember to find us or email us, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com or sports3xpodcast on your local search bar website. All right, I've, I've talked enough. Thank you, everybody, and have a good, good night. <laughs>